0: This is the 7-Figure Agency Podcast. Discover the strategies and techniques to grow a highly successful and profitable digital marketing agency with your host, Josh Nelson. Welcome, everyone. i uh, really excited for today's session. Uh, we are joined by Sean Clark, the founder of High Level Software. We're going to be talking about some of the latest things going on with, with High Level, but most specifically, how to leverage the power of AI directly inside high level. And as you guys know, I'm a big fan of high level. I run my entire agency on it. And the snapshots I give to all of you guys as members have become exponentially better and easier because we have high level. We can push it straight into your account. You guys can use our landing pages, our follow-up sequences, and everything in between. Um, and we also use it for our client base, right? We put this in place for every client we serve. It's one of the things that differentiates us, helps us provide better results for our clients, um, and makes us more sticky. Um, and i I'm always thrilled to have Sean with us. They've done such amazing stuff with the software. It's become such a big game changer in the seven-figure community. Um, But he always brings some new goodies and some new exciting things that are happening in high level. So um, type Sean, in all caps, if you're excited to have Sean with us and kind of excited to hear some of the new things that they're going to be rolling out. Uh, Fantastic. All right. They're excited to hear Sean. Like If you're going to get a round of applause on digital, this is as close as you're going to get. Um, the other thing uh, I want to say is. Well, hopefully,
1: you can. I, I put on my Sham Wow mic just for all of you today. So <laughs> I was told sham, that you can. You sh- I know. See? I, I got. I, yeah, I'm going to be selling Sham Wows right after this. Don't worry. I got a sweet deal for everybody. Um, but <laughs> other, uh, I, I've been told you can hear me better.
0: The other question I want to know in the comments. How many of you guys have started dabbling with AI? ChatGPT, Jasper, um, and all of this other new AI technology that's coming down the pipe. Got uh, to everybody, AI. right? type AI in the comments. Almost if you left. haven't, Shame on you. Yes, everybody, everybody. So this session should be super practical. Uh, Sean's going to talk, you know, he's probably going to talk about a lot of things because that's what he usually does. But we're going to talk about how to leverage the power of AI directly inside Of high level. So, Sean, I'm not going to steal any more of your thunder. Thanks so much for being here, and uh, I'm going to let you Uh, take it away.
1: Sounds good. So, the most important thing you you have to remember about us is that we, we are not creative people, at least, certainly, I am not. So, what we do a really good job of at high level, I think, more than anything, is stealing great ideas from our customers and AI will be no different. So what I'm going to talk to you about today is really a reflection of honestly what we already saw our most advanced customers doing out of the gate. And we simply do what we always do, which is try to, to take the best of the best and bring it into the app and just make it simple and easy for all of you, right? So as a software engineer myself, looking at ChatGPT and AI and that kind of thing, it's clear that, that there is going to be a huge impact here. Now, I think it's yet to be seen how far it goes. There's a little bit of sci-fi there, but maybe some of, it, some of it happens, maybe all of it happens. I don't know. But instead of guessing, there's just some obvious easy wins that we've seen out of the gate. right? So the, the most obvious from our perspective based on customer utilization is really content generation. And so that's really where we started. So what we did originally is we started off with uh, uh, AI for social media posting. And I think we launched that about two two weeks back. But today, I'm pretty happy to share, and I'm gonna just share my. I'm gonna share the release notes. As exciting as that is, um, but I think it's the best place for us to start, and then we can kind of move in from there. So uh, first things first. So today, um, we got a bunch of stuff. So content AI is now available in funnels, websites, and blogs, and we've actually dramatically reduced the price. It was 75 cents for thousand words a minute ago, and now it's it's nine cents per thousand words. So one of the biggest things we always do when we bring out new products is we don't just think about the feature, we think about the applicability of billing for the agency. So but remember, you can take this product and rebill it out to your clients. So. Obviously, you have choice here as an agency. You can choose not to expose this technology at all. You, you can you you can can choose not to, to use it. You can choose to use it for yourself, but not let your clients use it. Um, you could choose to rebuild it or not you rebuild it. So you have all the options, but if you want to, there you go. And really our pricing here is a reflection of, we've gotten a lot more efficient with our handling of it. Um, we do still have some infrastructure costs that, uh, that, that maybe you don't have if you were to use this. Well, you might have it on your own if you use it directly. But I'm pretty excited about that pricing. I think it's a lot, uh, a lot closer to market. So, um, And then on the further rollout here, just to get, get to that. So we'll also have this in email. Um, and actually, before we jump too far, might as well go to the cool stuff. And then the next piece that'll be coming out early in Q2 is image generation. I don't know if you, hopefully you can see my screen here, but just yep. the ability to come in, uh, talk about what you want uh, AI to generate, and then being able to use the image generation through AI as well. Uh, and then that becomes part of your uh, media library. So you can use that in basically any place you want inside the entire app and same kind of concept. So really taking that content generation theme and rolling it out kind of across uh, across the whole app. So hopefully making sense so far to everybody, I hope.
0: Super cool. Yeah. Cool. We got a wow. We got a wow in the comments for the
1: well mic. Good. That's <laughs> exactly. Um, so, First things first. Um, so, just you know, you, we have great help, help articles about this. The, the fun thing about this technology, it, in some senses, it's kind of boring. It walks you through how to turn it on, how to rebuild it, all that stuff. But just as a really quick, uh, let's jump in here. Oh, that's past records. Actually, let's go to like social posting, for example. So the idea here is that if you're in a particular section, we're going to have this robot icon, and we're going to call this out as what it is. And then when you click it, what we try to do is design this to be incredibly. Uh, universal in nature. So it's gonna if it's text, it's gonna pop it up. Now it is specific. So actually, hold on, let's go look at this in real time here. So if I roll over to my funnel, and I go, all right, I'm going to edit this in a new tab. So what we try to do is make this uh, kind of very specific to different parts of the app. So I'll, I'll try to show you some examples here. Um, so if I'm inside a blog post, right? and I come in here and I hit this content AI. So what we're going to want to do is uh, we're going to want to say, okay, uh, what type of content? So is it an outline? Is it an introduction? Is it a section? We didn't want to say write an entire blog for us because we found that that's not very productive. Most of the time, content AI cannot write an entire blog from start to finish in a way where you're going to be really pumped up to have that exact um, outcome. So we started with these different these different sections, whereas when you're jumping into, let's say, into a funnel, you might come in here and you might select this section. And then again, up here in the top, you're going to hit Content AI, AI, and you can just literally give it a description because we know we're going segment for segment here. Um, and again, you can uh, drop down additional items, choose writing tones, that kind of thing, choose how many variations you want, all of that stuff. So it is, it tries to really uh, to sort of adapt to the section of the app that you're in a little bit just to make sure that the content that's coming out the other side is something that you're going to really like. Um, and again, this is kind of our stage one, as you as it, as it were, um, just to make sure that we get to that place where we've got the obvious wins for the AI stuff in the app. Um, so like I said, that's now live across all those different sections. The only thing that's not live is email and images. And again, that'll come in the next week or two. Um, and then we're right at the end of, and I actually want to try to find a, a visual for you here, but we're right at the end of Q1 and we've already planned this out for Q2 because where we go for Q2 is we're really gonna go more into the bot, uh, bot uh, kind of uh, direction. And I'll show you kind of what I'm talking about here. So, this is a screenshot of our developers kind of putting this uh, on the back end as kind of like an alpha test to see how it, well it would work. So, it, it's kind of hard to follow. Uh, but if you look at the top section here, this is really about saying, hey, listen, we want to create a bot that it, that is going to be booking for a medical detox center. Um, it talks about the, here's kind of the context for the bot. And then our goal here is an appointment booking. Um, and then you can sort of see down below in this red box, this is actually the conversation that they had with the bot after giving it this context. And we were pretty impressed <laughs> Um uh, with the results. Um, and I, I like that they try to throw curve balls like, I'm done with rehab, talk to me about Elvis Presley. Um, and you can see the bot does a decent job of kind of trying to deflect. Uh, but this this kind of idea will be baked into the app and you'll actually be able to train the bot and give it context so that you can actually start to use this across all kinds of different channels uh, throughout high level.
0: So this would be for like the two-way text message and or the two-way chat on the site. Instead of you having to man it, the bot can start to be trained to have intelligent conversations and guide them down the path
1: yeah absolutely and i will oh, show i will share this with you so one of our biggest channels for our business is right here. <laughs> we we get hundreds and hundreds of inbound requests every day, but when we really sit back and look at those requests, the vast majority of them are the same questions over and over and over again. And so one of our first applications for us will be this channel here. Um, and we're excited about it because we have this huge team here now that actually does all this manually. And we're excited because those people can actually be now redone- repositioned to actually do more useful things like call outbound, get on actual Zoom calls with people, really engage with people at at a more fundamental human level and instead of sort of just being paid to answer the same questions over and over again like they are right now. But we really see this as nurture 2.0 in some sense, where you know before you know I would always tell people, look, you know, let's say you're working with plumbers and someone writes in and you know or engages and it, and it, and it could be by the way off an ad, right? So any kind of way you get into nurture. But let's just say you fill out an ad and it says get a free estimate and it's and you know before it was easy, we would text out and say, hey, would you like a you know would you like to book free estimate? And the person would say sure, sounds good. And we knew that was positive. But then every so often someone would throw up a curveball, right? Someone would say, well, wait. How much does this cost, or do you serve my area, or this or that? And they would ask a really simple question. But you know, we didn't try to be smart back then. We just sort of sort of throttled down to the human because we knew that if the human said, "Oh, yes, we do serve," you know, the Pittsburgh area, then and then you know, you sort of followed up with that question. Hey, are you ready to book now? The person would just sort of roll through that. Well, now it's super exciting with uh, you know OpenAI and these, these ai engines is they've evolved enough that we we think that we can sort of seamlessly do that without any human interaction and i think this obviously will not be 100% of the time but i think we're going to move from you know like a, a 60 or 70% booking to more like it you know like an 80 90 maybe 95% booking so i think we'll see some dramatic increases in the overall sort of quality level here from a from a marketing perspective
0: that's huge amazing
1: and this will be so live see. in the first first half of Q2.
0: First half of Q2. Yeah, a couple of people were like how soon are we going to get our hands on that. So what just yep. just like curiosity, what's the underlying uh, is it OpenAI? Is it ChatGPT? Yeah. It- <laughs> yeah, it- yeah, so, so it, underlying- well, I mean
1: OpenAI has, you know, GPT uh, so GPT-4, GPT-3, ChatGPT, right? I think I think I got that right. Um, and th- there's a lot of interesting parts about this like GPT-4 just came out. And if you look, the training model is much larger, but in some use cases, you'll actually find the chatgpt 3 um, actually creates better results. And mm-hmm. chat GPT-4 also costs a lot more. And so what we're working with behind the scenes is where does it make sense to use which model and how do we price it in a way that Sort of uh, sort of uh, deals with that issue. Um, I think our biggest win, though, here from, from a marketing perspective, is if you look at most of the other tools in the market, they're very uh, monthly fee centric. And it, and I had an opportunity to chat with one of them uh, recently. I was at Social Media World. And you know what? What they were saying is a lot of people will come on, use this for a project, and then cancel their subscription, and so they're having a lot of churn on the on the lower plans. And so what? What we we're excited about is you can use this exactly. I think the way you really want to use it, which is you come in, you literally are <clears throat> generating the content uh, that you want to generate. And, and you're paying in the moment and then it's gone you don't pay anymore on an ongoing basis so I think that should reflect the use case here better uh, than what I've what I've seen from other providers
0: yeah I agree I think that 100 you know you wind up with this monthly fee for something that you use on and off and then you're like oh man I'm stuck with it Sebastian <laughs> says I like the pay as you go model um, noir says me too so
1: Super yeah. cool. I, I, there, I can't imagine anyone's going to say I hate that model. But I think what's <laughs> important really about it is I think it, it, it reflects the way people actually re- live their lives. Right. And so, um, but I do think, you know, it'll be really what I'm excited about more than anything is, as usual, getting this into the hands of customers and looking at the behavior. Because I think some people will love the idea of letting their customer come in here and do social media posts um, using content AI um themselves and then i think some people will say oh i hate that idea i don't want my customers to ever see this but i think that the, there's some real power here again in trying to get your customers to to use these tools and i think that you know one of the things is you know who knows how far this sort of goes but i think it's a, a pretty foregone conclusion that many people are going to use this type of tool to at least get themselves started in right. lots of different places and then really evolve it from there um, in terms of writing from scratch, and you know what was really cool—I mean, good and bad, I suppose—but I met a guy whose entire career has been uh, copywriting, and you know, he said to me that without telling anybody, he did a, a head-to-head test of Facebook ads written by him versus Facebook ads written by content AI, and this was about a year ago. And he said, you know, nine out of ten ads, um, AI at at worst. M- was the same as him or better. And he said the only ad where he was able to win was where he used a recent thing that was in the news that had not yet been hit by the model. But that's subsequently since uh, that time has been solved. So I would say these days, if you ran that test, it'd be about 10 out of 10. Now for him, he's smart. He's going to use it inside his copywriting uh, business to actually um, run a lot of his copywriting. But it tells me that from the eyes of a professional who's actually battle-tested this, it, this technology is really, really good on the ground in the marketing sphere and realm.
2: Yeah,
0: no no doubt. Like, I mean, you know, you could you can try and avoid it or you can leverage it, right? And it just get better at the results you produce for clients. Um, I love the fact that you've got this right in the blog. Um, you've got it. I saw in the, the landing page builder, um, it's, it's in yep. a social post and it's going to be coming up in the kind of the communication and work. You're going to add it to the workflows as well? Um, like yeah, so everywhere.
1: Messages. so, so the, envision, the vision here is that there's no place this can't this little pop- up can't go. Um, and yeah. so we're gonna now what's nice about it, so we've seen some other applications where people will kind of like run it like a bot or like a chat on the right hand side. And the problem I think there is you lose a lot of the context again of what you're working on um, because I do think there are just obvious easy tweaks. Um, that you should be making when using this technology, and if we can automate a lot of that, I think that's kind of um, is kind of what our job is here. Like, I think this is where we create a lot of value. Um, also, you know, it's funny how these tools will evolve, right? So, a lot of this is about if you read about this, of like, well, you know, the same AI engine coming out with radically different results with for the same sort of end. Um, hope by two different people. And the difference really is the prompts that are given. So one of the things that we will work on very shortly, especially after the bot goes live, is being able to save these prompts as Mm. as part of the snapshots. Because I think that the future of the success and failure here is who knows how to prompt the AI better than the other person versus writing it from scratch. So we'll build that construct in. I think a lot of agencies will start to create a lot of IP around that just like they have with many other parts of their business today.
0: No doubt. Yeah, the power's in the prompt. So if you give us the the, the ability to kind of build those prompts and save them in the back end and push them across our entire you know inventory of clients for <coughs> the snapshot, that would be that would be huge. A couple questions real quick, if you have them, uh, Sean, that are coming in. Yeah, yeah, fire away. Uh, let's see, Josh Crouch wanted to know if there's any way to get on a beta that has access to some of this stuff or if there's some backdoor to, to register for that.
1: Oh, I mean no, because it's live. <laughs> it's live. So this yeah, what we're seeing right now. Live is today. live
0: in your account right um, now. The stuff yeah. that's coming out in Q two, you're going to just have to wait, I guess, until Q two. Whenever. Oh yeah, I mean, out. we'll.
1: We, I mean, it, I mean, the thing is, we here's the thing: the the we will roll stuff to beta if we're at all concerned that we want more testing from the community. Um, but we're not. You know, we would sort of think of it as like: we, the faster we can get it in your hands, the more we can learn. Right and we try to balance it out we we try almost never to go to beta if at all possible only because the the real reality is i could say go to beta.gohighlevel.com all day long and the number of people who actually do it is pretty low um so we don't we get some so we only do that in situations where we're like well this could kind of like have may some may not kind work. of let's uh, test it un- first right yeah well just unknown effect right that like we're not quite sure if there's something we missed here. I don't know. Let's just say it's on beta. So if it blows up, we can say we told you it was beta, right? But in general, we try not to do that stuff, um, <clears throat> you know. And the only other thing we're really sensitive to is like when something new like this comes out. What we tr- we we realize as agencies, you know, we, we're wh- we're white labeled from the get go, so we want to make sure we're not interrupting your business. So like your users log in and boom, it just. Completely blows up your whole world, and your your customers are like, "What is this?" and I can't believe it. And you you know you're you flailing to 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 explain all this. So what we've done, and actually uh, Nelson just threw that down in the chat for us. We, we make it so that you have to turn it on in order for it to be available, and that's specifically so we can give you time to to actually digest this, know what's happening, all that without sort of feeling like a grenade got thrown in your business that day.
0: Love it, so good. Sebastian wants to know: Is there going to be a place to select? I want the Chat GPT four versus Chat three point five.
1: You know, that's a debate. I mean, it, it's a pretty advanced use case. In my in our case, you know, we we want to make it to so like if you let's say like we could I could see that being like on a workflow step or something, right? But in general, throughout the app, like I don't want to be like presenting the average. Even the average agency with that question, what I want to know is mm-hmm. that our team has done a good job evaluating what's going to create the best outcome and then choosing that because it's going to create the best outcome. Um, and and I and in and in all in all those cases, if you feel like we're doing a bad job, it, you know, A, tell us to improve and we'll do that. If not, you know, you can go off and 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 run those models directly yourself for the use cases. Where you feel like we're missing the boat, but in general, I, I'm going to try to shy away from that, just because I think today's ChatGPT three versus four, and then there will be five and six and twenty five and all this, and so I just think it's better to just figure out the best best answer and implement it.
0: Love it makes a lot of sense. Don's asking, is there a way to leverage this in GHL for Facebook ads?
1: Yes. Yeah, so whether it's I can't remember. I was just asking Varun if it's this quarter or next, but we will we will pull in or do add. Ad creation um, in the in the near term. So certainly this year, let's say. So the ability to create Google Ads, Facebook Ads, all of that, and really uh, we were kind of waiting for this content AI stuff to come out because we feel like you know, again, we want to watch behavior, but you know this this feels like the Betty Crocker moment um, where it's like. Now everyone can say, oh, well, I'm, you know, I made the brownies, right? It's like I feel like a lot of people like this sort of methodology because it's sort of halfway in between a a, a done for you template and a just blank canvas. You can kind of get yourself going with this and then put your spin on it. And then you can feel like I, you know, I I wrote the blog or I. Created the ad, and you know you did sort of (laughs) with the help of the AI, and I think a lot of people will find that to be like a really happy medium. Um, And so now that we have that as a as a starting block, really adding in the Facebook ads uh, purchasing as well as Google ads purchasing, I think will be, and then eventually TikTok and some other things. Although we'll we'll have to see if TikTok (laughs) gets banned or not. But it sticks around. Yes, we will add all that in. Yeah, for sure.
2: That's
0: awesome. So that's, that's a, a little ways down the track, but it's on the, on the vision board for like kind of we'll, what we'll you see. want it's to see. It's all
1: about, well, it's, it's really just hiring. I'm trying to remember um, where we're at with uh, with people's start dates because in, in uh, with our, with our dev team in particular, we tend to have like, like 60 day start windows. So uh, it all just depends on where people fall in, but it's absolutely on the roadmap. Um, and in fact, I'm trying to think so big items for Q2, um, you know, uh, since I'm here, I might as well show all that off, right? Yeah, um, let's see it. One of the yeah, comments, so, if you want
0: to see some of the big items for Q2.
1: Let's see. So start pulling up some Figmas. This Is this how we, is how we do it? Um, so uh, for those of you who don't know, we have a white-label mobile app. But one of the questions we've gotten for a really long time is, uh, how do we customize it? And so we're really going to... I'll uh, show you how this works here. So today, so this will go live. This actually is supposed to go live by the end of this quarter. It'll probably push in next week if I had to guess. But this is this idea of you being able to easily come in and buy the white label mobile app. And then you can see down at the bottom here, it's got like this nice little flow. It shows you where you're at uh, in, in your purchase flow. But the cool part will be the customizer. So you'll be able to actually come in and start customizing all the colors, all the fonts. You'll also be able to uh, choose different menu options. You'll be able to add custom menus as well. So if you wanna add your own items into the mobile app, you can now do that. Um, Again, you can also change font styles. Uh, and again, you can change both side menu options as well as bottom menu options. and of course, you'll be able to, this preview will look a little different than that. It'll actually be able to see the menu options. You'll actually be able to start customizing your white level mobile app um, right right inside the app and then um, and then uh, all of it will be or should be almost real time. so you won't need to republish your app in order to see those changes, but they'll just flow through automatically from the customizer. So I think that's going to be pretty pretty rocking. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, and then, uh, these are, uh, let's see here. So these are a bunch of membership analytics that are going to be coming out. We're focused a lot around revenue generation. Um, let me see here. Where is the one I was looking for though? Um, i going to find it. Hold on here. Sorry. I got to, I got to search Slack. I was unprepared. I apologize. Um, see, but I'm going to, but this one is worth this one. So there's that guy. Okay. Let's open up that guy. Um, So proposals and estimates, this is going to be one of our big ones for this quarter. Um, So this is literally, think about this as both a replacement. First, we're going to target this as the, I don't know, think about it like a panda doc maybe, I think is maybe the better way to think about it. So you come in, yeah. you're able to choose between estimates and proposals. You'll be able to say, okay, I'm going to create my, you know, my proposal. Let's get, this is like who it's going to go to and all that. That's boring. But now you can actually go in here and create the actual proposal to be a builder. Um, so you'll be able to go in, fill this out the way you would sort of think to do that. And then eventually you'll be able to add all oh, those variables and stuff. i get to the good stuff here document headline, da, da, da. and then you'll be able to put in your items. Oh yeah, videos and all that stuff. So that'll be amazing. But That's pretty sweet. There. Yeah, here we almost go.
0: all of us are using Panadoc or one of these proposal builders. Uh, and you're saying, this is going to be native right inside of
1: high level. Correct. Right? Yeah. So Absolutely. yeah, you can put in all of your your, your items here and you can see you can add discounts, you can add payment schedules. So really trying to help you make it as, um, you know, kind of as sophisticated as you want. Um, and then also being able to break this out sort of as its own element here. So think about this screen right here as being kind of the estimates. So you'll also be able to break this out and create more of a simplistic estimate, which is like really designed for a service business uh, as it were. Um, so being able to do that, obviously taxation is included, all that. Uh, Mark is paid. Oh yeah. So then you can add all the signature components to it as well. Um, and then uh, from the user perspective, You know, you'll be able to send out these emails here. They'll be able to click open, click start filling out and actually do all the signatures and collect payment uh, all all just like you probably do now with something like a Panda doc. So this will go out. This is slated for uh, Q2. So this will be a big push for the team for Q2. But I think it's going to be very doable and I'm pretty excited about it.
0: That's awesome. Love, love that.
1: Um, Cool stuff. And then, Um, oh, go ahead.
0: No, no, you go, you go.
1: Oh no, I'm still trying to find another one. So <laughs> I'm wondering if I—I I, I was wondering if I it got stuck down here. But hold on, I'm gonna figure this out. I'm my Figma skills are pretty weak, so I apologize. But the other big while he, thing, while I, he pulls I think, that, while he it. pulls
0: that up, I'll just answer our, Arthur's question here. Is saying will the AI be used in SMS marketing to book appointments? Yep, he was showing us that earlier. It's going to come out in Q2. They want to give you the ability to use the AI. To you know, answer the questions and kind of move people to the booking appointment or whatever the goal is. Um, so that's that's really cool and on the horizon. Uh, let's see. Pascal is saying right now the content chat AI produce produces disappears when you leave the section of chat AI. Is there any way to save the content? I don't, does that make sense to you, Sean? What he just said?
1: It should auto save actually. So if you look at so if we go in app and I'm sorry, if you go to automation, if you go to content AI. Anything you used is automatically saved. And see, it breaks out based on social planner, blog, funnel, website. So it actually saves all the content that you previously generated because we don't want you to, you paid for this, right? So we don't want you to lose it. So like, here's five variations. Here are the five variations that you you generated at the time. And so it's all right here for you to reference at a later date and reuse, obviously, throughout the app as you see fit. Um, So it's all right here.
0: Love it. Yeah. I had no idea that was there. So that's going to be beautiful. So you started it over in blog builder and you got the little chunk of content,
1: but you (laughs) can go back and find like all of the prompts that were all of the. the Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, again, several reasons. Obviously, one, you paid for it, right? We sort of see it as like that's your creation now. That'd be like creating a social media post or something and then it disappearing. So that doesn't make sense. And then as you charge your clients, um, and they're they're saying, well, why did you charge me X amount of money? You know, you can come in here and literally see, you know, what what was charged for, why I was charged, all that stuff, and you can bring it all the way back to the transaction ID. So you can glue it all the way down to the, you know, whatever. 7 you know 75 cents or 80 cents or 8 cents or whatever that got charged
0: love it taylor's saying um, is that app just for our agency or is there a way to build and sell a custom app to each customer um they, you can
1: definitely- uh, let's see so i guess today it's um today it's just it's just the white label mobile app for high level um as far as like so we're we're kind of already stepping a little in that direction with the pwa stuff my only sort of beef and on this, and I, I, I don't have the right answer, but I, I, I'd love to debate it, is to, so like I got on the phone with um, these guys, Flutterflow, and they have like a full- on drag and drop build your own app kind of thing um, that they're gonna do an integration with us. And the only reason I bring it up is I'm curious how many people have actually gone through and done this and found that they could create this like really good result. That was sustainable and scalable. Because for me, the way I sort of think about it is like, let's just go back real quick to uh, the estimates, which will be these guys. So, like, this will be in mobile this quarter. So, like, thinking through all the different features that we might want for our different clients be it memberships or estimates, payments, contact stuff, like opportunities, all that, like the feature set there, how much more of that um, do you need? And if you, and how much of that, can you provide your client um, as a standalone app? We haven't gotten there yet, but it'll be really interesting to hear kind of what this group w- would love to see, because I think that would give us a lot of direction on um, kind of where we, where we would go with that. Because today we've really focused on making these clients sticky for you, but I could see a world where you're selling them mobile apps uh, to try to help make sticky, stickiness for their their customers as well.
0: Uh, Gabriel was asking uh, the the proposal builder where you have the signature. Yeah. He's saying, "Can the proposal be like DocuSign and actually capture the exactly legal
1: <clears throat> exactly like DocuSign?" So we'll there's a there's a standard now. Um, so it used to be <clears throat> that and I still think to some extent this is true. Uh you know, I would talk to attorneys at big law firms and they'd say those those you know, those DocuSign things are kind of a joke because they've never even been litigated, right? So you could be like, well, that wasn't me. I didn't sign it. But there's a <clears throat> but I think we've moved the, t- towards a little bit more uh firm direction because there's a standard now of all the different data points that you need to collect and we'll be collecting all of those data points uh with the signature just like a DocuSign does. So it should be right there on par with the DocuSign.
0: Amazing. Yeah, I think to uh, so- piggyback on that. Herman's asking, I run an arcade that books parties with add-ons. I was told it won't work in high level right now. Will appointments be improved soon to allow that?
1: Uh, Well, we have actually, we have some pretty substantial, um, oops, some pretty, uh, what am I doing here? Uh, Upgrades to the calendar out this quarter, um, which is, should drop this week. Uh, So you'd have to, you'll have to be a little more specific on exactly what the, uh, in fact, actually, hold on, let me do this, speak with, I think Abhishek has one, Abhishek. Um, I got to learn how to spell his name actually is my problem. Hold on. Um, But I'll put you on the phone with him, but I I, I would be shocked to find we can't support you today um, with whatever is already scheduled uh, to come out uh, by the end of the quarter. Um, So let me just see if I can Abheshek, uh, Ab. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he, he I have to get his calendar link. But anyways, the calendar team has a bunch coming out. And so I'll hook you up with him. And uh if you, can you drop your email actually in the chat and I will I will connect you together.
0: Yeah, Herman, we'll make sure you get you get connected on that. Um more than a awesome. couple comments about the number of tabs that you have running
1: creating anxiety
0: for the group. How do you deal uh, with all those tabs? <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean it, you know it's really just about not leaving anything behind um, yeah. and uh, uh, and I think it, it just like stuff I want to eventually get back to and if I if I don't uh if I don't leave them up there I'll forget <laughs> um, no but I guess that's just my mind. um. Now this right here on my screen is particularly exciting. This is actually the beta of this is gonna come out in the first couple of weeks of April. So that's right around the corner. Has anybody heard of communities? Do you know, when I say the word community, do you know what I'm talking about? Like a place hope, where you can put Josh, all your, you know all your people is? together where they can comment. And you know, post like, and a, and, like a circle.so, a I think it is. A little uh, Exactly, there you go. So we'll be launching our own uh, version of communities uh, in the second week of April. So uh, this has actually been very well thought through. It's already um, in. It, it's already in production. It's already got a bunch of screens built and everything else. Um, so these are. This is really like the design of this. I know nothing about communities. I get the idea, but other than that, I that's all I got. Um, but I, as I've been told, uh, we this doesn't look half bad. Um, so. It'll be part of the memberships uh, area, and so you'll be able to literally add people to this um, and uh, start start using it, it like you would any other community. That
0: that's awesome. A couple of people saying that that's exactly what they want for their clients.
1: How do you want
2: to um, their client that needs, I needs that, I
1: think we can that, that. Yeah. So yeah. So let's work? see here if there's anything interesting. No way. Yeah. So you cut you hopefully get the get the deal. Yeah. Someone is not muted. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find it. I think I um, got it. Perfect. Um, so yeah. So then that this will this actually will be the other big drop uh, uh, for Q2, along with the the estimates and the proposals. So these will be our kind of our our bigger our our, our bigger items, I think, for the quarter that I think will create a lot of value for for this community um, and, and really all of our customers.
0: So good. How about a boom in the comments? If there's some things on here that you're excited about uh, rolling out in the in the future here. Lots of, lots of booms. Um, Sean, do we have time for some questions from the group? Yeah, this is, yeah, this is great. Fire away. I, I gave you all I got. <laughs> that was awesome. I'm really excited about a lot of this stuff. Practically speaking, as it relates to, to the original topic, which is leveraging AI inside of high level, like what do you think yeah. the best way for an agency to position this as a value add for their SaaS and or their, their agency is in the immediate term? And then Nick, I see you've got a question. We'll come to you first.
1: Yeah so i mean for if it were me i i mean i think i mean i think that this is the topic of the moment and i think frankly speaking it's going to be the way that this is done on a go forward basis and so i think the sooner you get these tools into the hands of your clients the better they they all know about them they've heard about them they some of them probably are using them right so why not Um, Bring them in context of things that are that are really useful, things that need to get done, things that they were going to do anyways. And now, why don't you create revenue a revenue opportunity for yourself out of it? Excuse me. And also, again, bring it into the context of things that you can control, right? So you can you know you can see what your clients are doing, right? How much AI is my client using, and what in the world are they using them for? And then here's where you can create a lot. I mean, this is where SaaS I think starts to really shine, where as the agency, you're coming in and maybe coaching me, like, hey, Sean, I noticed that you did this or that on your social planner or your blog. I think you could do a little better job. Let me help you with that. Let me give you some coaching on that kind of thing, but not saying I'm gonna do that for you, right? So I think this is kind of another great opportunity to enhance the root value because now you're saying, hey, all that you know, AIE stuff that you've been hearing about in the news or out in the world, guess what? I've got it in my in our platform here. It's ready for you to use today. Go, go, go crazy. Uh, and then you can you, know, you can control what they're doing. You can even bring this into your coaching. You can bring up you know, examples of what uh, you think are good goods and bads and really teach people how to use it effectively um, in their business, right? Because like, I think the most important thing I've learned about AI is it's just a tool. And it's really, again, about the marketer's expertise creating the value at the end of the day. This is no different to me than any other software feature. It's how you use it that matters, not it being there that matters.
0: I love that. I think it's 100% on point, right? Use it right away because you can leverage it and make things easier inside the platform. Um, Leverage it in your conversations, right? Everybody wants to feel like they're dealing with the company on the cutting edge. And this is the hot topic. Create content about this, create videos about it, say that you've got it built into your strategy and the SaaS that you've got available. um, And you'll you'll be able to take advantage of that in both ways. Um, Let's go to Nick Parker. I'm going to bring you up on the screen. Nick, go
2: ahead. Hey, Sean. Awesome stuff, man. I really hey. love everything. you're doing. We're going to be using a lot of this and I can't wait. Um, awesome. So yeah, the question is we have a lot of clients that have uh, multiple locations. So we serve the big box gym community. So they'll have like five, 10 locations, 15 locations. Uh-huh. We're starting to integrate the website chat and I love the AI idea, but um, I had a question about, so each location has their own high level sub account. If yep. the Is there a way to have that on the main landing page of their company site and then be able to filter them, get them to the right location so that conversation lands in the right sub account?
1: Well, I mean, really it's about popping the right chat widget. I would pop that chat widget per sub account. Although actually, well, this is kind of where you're crossing the chasm to Eliza. Have you ever seen Eliza?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Eliza. Yeah. So, and the reason we built we,
1: reason we built Eliza was kind of for that use case, right? I've got a gajillion different customers, be they locations or customers in the same vein, whatever. And in reality, what do we want to do? We want to have like this unified messaging experience where we're doing a great job for them. Where you know, versus maybe routing it to that location, maybe the person's there, maybe they're not, right? It's almost like you want to do the triage for them and get them booked in. Like that's kind of the way we looked at Eliza because we thought that the the customer experience would be superior by kind of having that model. So like you could take Eliza and take one dedicated staff member and have them work on behalf of all the locations. Right um, now, everybody's going to be different in terms of how that's structured. So I guess or the other hack there would just be like. Um, Uh, Well, Eliza lets you transfer. So I guess (laughs) that's the other thing. I mean, you're already, okay. You're already assuming that actually not, sorry, I'm just thinking as I go here. So you're already kind of assuming that use case, which is um, I come in, uh, I chat with somebody and then they, they ask me, or do you want to show them a location list?
2: Well, like, let's say it was using the language learning and it said, Hey, come, how can we help you today? And they had a question. They say, great. Which yeah. location would you want you to chat with? And then it would. Now that,
1: that, then- that's where the, okay. So this is where AI kind of goes to, to, to kill it. Right. Because this is where I think what will allow you to do with the AI bot is give it all that context, right? Like, Hey, if they, if they say this or that, um, you know, give them this booking link or that booking link, right. You'll be able to push them a, around a lot better with AI. If you wanted to show them a location list, Tom Bristol has an add on that does that, FYI, that you could use today where it could be like, hey, which location do you want to chat with? So hit up Tom Bristol. Um, or Marker's if you want to do toolkit, this,
0: I think is, it's Marketers Toolkit, right, Tom Bristol?
1: I think so. Um, I, just, uh, I just know Tom. <laughs> I forget what he calls it, but um, probably. Um, but so there's a lot of different ways to go at this. Or you could just have somebody upfront triaging it in Eliza today. So, um, but the AI bot is a big focus of Q two, um, and I do think it will solve for this, this use case probably the best, at least from a cost benefit analysis perspective. We're There's certainly going to put it to the test on our web chat.
2: <laughs> It'll
0: get some use there, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Forced,
2: you know, I can't
0: wait to, to piggyback on the question Eddie's asking. Um, can somebody show us how you would train the AI bot to answer the questions like? Where do you feed that context? yeah, 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 so
1: okay, so Eddie, you know you'll have to excuse me because I've only got this uh terrible screenshot, but just imagine that on the back end there are a bunch of open boxes where you can sort of subsequently add additional information, but everything up here is training, right? like <clears throat> it's like servicing the greater Tampa area, River Oaks fully understands that each of our patients has individual needs, right like and there's actually a um I did a webinar recently with a guy who did this in the legal space. Um, And this is, and so this is where I like, I'm clearly not an expert, but we have a whole team behind this and there's lots of people in the group already doing this. But essentially, imagine what you're really doing is just feeding it information like this paragraph here. And this is the training that was given in this very specific situation to achieve the chat below. So, whether it's a big open, so, because, okay, so here's what everybody doesn't quite realize on this stuff. So if we go look at like OpenAI pricing, right? So there's like, there's this big, you can give OpenAI a big old block of text upfront or you can actually train it. And the training sounds super cool until you actually go and look at um, the pricing for it. Yeah, here it is. It becomes like insanely expensive. So if you start to look at like, cause you can give it like structured data and structured data would be like, Products or like uh, business hours or services, like information that's not just a big block of text that it's like stiving through, but you can like give it information that's very like, 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 uh, like zero or one. Like the prices of all my products are like like this, and the descriptions of the products, and the colors they come in, and the sizes they come in, and all that. But the problem is they store all that in on the OpenAI side, and we, we price this out it's like 2,000 bucks or something for the average training model of any any reasonable size per month. Um, so it becomes like this really expensive sort of thing. So what we're working on is instead of doing it that way, doing it this way, where you can sort of launch the bot every time with this sort of smaller contextual block of text that it then uses um, for that chat. And we're finding for the marketing use case for most people, like 98% of people, this will crush it because it's just about getting somebody to take action. It's less about trying to get somebody to um, kind of some perfect uh, endpoint, if that makes sense. Now, some people, it'll be exactly. worth it. Like, I guess if I have a Shopify store of some large size, you know, like we'll all want to, like, our favorite retailer, we'll want to be like, hey, do you have that in blue in a, in a large? You know, like you'll want to know and you'll want the AI trained to do it. But I mean, those people will be paying. You know, like 10,000 bucks a month to have their training data sit there. If you look at the articles actually on OpenAI's pricing, what you'll actually read is they've underpriced it pretty significantly. Uh, and so it's a lot more expensive than advertised.
0: That, that's but good context. That's, hope, hopefully, it gives you sense.
1: more context.
0: That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> awesome. uh, Nabil is just you. asking um, if I'm not mistaken, AI is mainly used now for content generation. Um, it won't be able to create like custom funnels based on our unique campaigns.
1: No. <laughs> well, this is where we're, okay. So this is the fun part about this though, right? So I've seen that like the image generation, if you played with the image generation, I mean, so far anyways, like the ones that I can play with and the ones that look like legit, um, that can be done in real time. I would say the images are like, eh, that's that's usable. That's kind of would be my description of them. That, um, but it feels but it's like it's not. It's like where does it go from here, right? Because we've we've all seen some really slick demos, right? Like the one that stays with me is like I saw a movie clip where I don't know it's some like B roll movie and some woman's up on like they're trapped on a water tower or something and she's like, like how the heck are we gonna get off this effing tower, right? And then they like go PG thirteen version and it's like how do I, we're gonna get off this freaking tower? And then it's like Spanish and it's like seamless, right? Each time they replay the clip and you never know that she didn't speak those words. And so it's like, wow, that's amazing, right? But I don't think you can point and click do that yet. So that's the interesting question is, how quickly does this stuff become accessible? Um, Because the other thing, like I've seen avatars, like video avatars that look totally human and you can get them to say anything you want. Um, It's like, that's the fun part, where does this all go? And as soon as it's like really accessible and usable, and not crazy expensive, we'll rush to bring it into the app for all of you.
0: Love it, super super good. There was a question here by Alex Miranda. It looks like it was already addressed. Something about um, showing different calendars after they book, and you said it's almost there.
1: Yeah, and that's actually that that's that's a really cool use case. Um, so just for everybody else who wants to know, that's kind of the combined booking use case. So it's like, hey, you want to book a meeting with Josh and I at the same time. So we both need to show up to talk to you. So you need one calendar link that you can look at that sort of glues and meshes our uh, availability together. Yeah. So that's like, I mean, that's like either in QA, almost in QA or released. And I don't yet know about it, but it's somewhere in that, but it's like one of the last, like, it's like definitely one of the features that's right there. Alex, is that, that's a question. Is that what you were looking for? (laughs) <laughs> and and just in general, so it's fun to get on these calls and talk about new features, but don't think that we've left anything behind. Every feature we've ever built has a gajillion. In fact, I'm in I'm in road mapping discussions with the product management team. We have like, oh gosh, we have like 15 product managers now. <laughs> their entire job is to take their specific part of the app and advance it. So we have we have dedicated product managers and dedicated dev team for every piece of the app. So there's not a single thing you could ask me. Any part of the app, there's nothing we're not doing something with. Um, and the way we've really modeled this is like um, we, we have a head of product management. He has a really good philosophy. He's like, "What are the two hero features you're going to do this quarter?" And the hero features to us are what are the two items from the ideas list that are really going to make an impact that people have voted for that we're going to do. And then what are the you know what are the twenty other little things that. Either people have asked for or haven't asked for, but we need—we know we need to do them, kind of thing. That you know may not be super like sexy and exciting in the release notes, and you know I, I can go as crazy as I want in a video, and it's not going to be too—it's not going to get you pumped. But you want it anyways. You know it's useful. It's going to help your clients, kind of thing. So we, we are not—we uh, have not stopped in any regard on any of the stuff that we're working on. But I just love these calls because it's fun because I get to share all the cool, new, exciting stuff
0: all the sexy, sexy new stuff coming out, but the fundamentals are also super strong. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Because I, I, we
1: definitely see uh, we definitely see uh, calendars is, is something we're working a ton on because we want to make sure that all of you are um, able to, like the arcade thing, for example, we want to make sure all of those use cases are handled.
0: Awesome. I've just spotlighted James King's basket. He's got a question mindset-wise on AI and explaining it to prospects. Uh, James, if you just ask the question audibly, I think that would be best.
2: Sure, sure. Sean, awesome to see what you've created from the software. I've known me, known each other for many years. Sean onboarded me with the software. That's how long ago it was. So it's always cool. Um. So congrats on all the success with the software. Um. So I'm always open. Wouldn't be here without you, man. I appreciate you, man. I I always make the joke that I have your cell phone number, and if I ever call it, it gets my support tickets answered faster. I'm just kidding.
1: All right, there you go. Um, Don't just don't give it out.
2: got you, man. Um, I'm always open to being uh, challenged on my thought process. So this is one of those things yeah. where the scarcity of mindset with AI, I think about yeah. random v- VA stuff like that. Um, a lot of what we're doing is more high level stuff at this point, when I say high level thinking with high level software, yeah. what we're yeah. doing. Um, but I think about the small tasks that other VAs or other people in the marketing world might do. And I guess yeah. how... Challenge my thinking, and, and I know you're extremely intelligent with you know moving forward stuff. How well, would those the bar too high. Better, use, better use AI instead of a scarcity mindset that it could take away from their jobs or take away from other marketers and what they do?
1: Well, I mean, the way I sort of think about, I mean, I think about this on my own team, right? So, like, I I, I actually asked the 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 woman who manages the web chat team. I said, "Listen, what percentage of the questions you get every single day are?" Are, are you? Are, we already have SMS templates in high level, right? And I said, What percentage of the time are you just using those templates? And she said, Well, you know, like 95 to 98% of the time. So I could be like, Wow, that's great. I can fire all those people and save a lot of money. Um, but in reality, I, I, I don't see that as happening. We're not going to lose anybody. Um, what we're really going to do is we're going to just say, oh, You know what? You know what I think is irreplaceable? I think, and I remember this because I used to do it. Um, when you sign up for a free trial, I used to call people. <laughs> Hey, I saw you just sign up for a free trial. This is John for a high level. And people were like, holy crap, what is going on? You know, I'd have people hang up on me and stuff because they freak out. But some, most people would be like, oh, this is amazing. No one does this, right? That's what I'm going to pay those people to do because I know that that's where they're best utilized. I think it's super simple. Like, I saw this, gosh, I'm trying to remember what Netflix documentary this was, but I remember some dude, he came to the US and he saw that like all of our toll, uh, toll stops, Have humans in them. And he was from some like Nordic country, like Denmark or something. And they don't have any people in any of the tolls. And it's not because, it's just because they have such a low population in comparison. They just could never imagine a world where they had enough people to like stick someone in a toll thing, right? And he found it just crazy that we would do such a thing. But in reality, it just is a job no one should do because it's not needed for a human being to do it. And so in reality, you should be like, Oh, that's amazing because you took brain power and you shifted it to something that's just way more freaking important and useful than going off and sitting in a toll booth and being like, Here's your change, here's your receipt. You know, it's like, and you know, and you know what those people are doing? They're huffing fumes all day. You know, their cancer rates have to be through the roof. Um, and so why do that? Same thing here. I think it's a similar construct. It's, hey, this is a tool that should allow you instead of doing 10 things a do- day to doing 100 things a day. So A, you're either just doing a heck of a lot more of what you were already doing, or you're doing something else that probably quite frankly was is more worth your time anyways. So I, I honestly think this will supercharge things. Um, and it's funny because it's like a tool, right? I think it's like the difference between a handsaw and a chainsaw. It's like the chainsaw didn't really put a lot of lumberjacks out of business. If anything, they just cut down a crap ton more trees. Now I'm from Oregon, where we where we stopped all that craziness at some point because it was destroying the world. But but the point being, this is virtual. There's no spotted owls to kill. So at the end of the day, it's like n- no one's losing here, in my opinion. I think this just makes us all move a lot faster.
2: Absolutely, man. I. Uh i think there's only been a few companies that have called me when I signed up for a free trial you being one of them I think it was you yourself personally <laughs> and then here you CEO, go your 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 competition I guess you'd call it the uh, was the only other company that had called me and that's um, cool
1: i didn't even know they did that good for them
2: they stopped doing it <laughs> um but if they, you guys they, wrote nice, they
1: wrote a very nice they wrote a very nice comparison of us recently I had a lot of respect for it the nicest comparison I'd ever seen of high level versus anything. They even say in there, there was a sentence in there, blew my mind. It said, If you're a digital agency, we recommend you use high level. I was like, What are they doing? But it just shows they're good sports.
2: Yeah, yeah reminds me of the um, uh, one of the books I read that, you know, it's what you can say about your competitions is a lot about you. Um, and um you know oh, also I AI can transcribe you because you're on turbo mode as always. I love <laughs> it. I'm getting I'm getting over a cold, so don't worry, I'll speed up again. Absolutely appreciate the response, man. And, and thanks, Josh.
0: Good stuff, man. Good question. Let's see. see you, Sean. Sean, I know you usually have hard stops. How are we doing on time?
1: Oh, I don't know. We're oh, we're looking good One, now.
0: 155. I, I, you got, about five I, you got me at least
1: at least for another five ten minutes. Yeah.
0: All right, sweet. All right. So uh, Russell wants to know who the best person to talk with for Eliza is. Is there like a department? Is there a link? Uh
1: yeah, talk to who should you talk to? Oh, just talk to let's make Robin do the work. He doesn't he doesn't do enough work anyways. He's kind of lazy. There you go. Talk to Robin.
0: There we I'm go. I'm just kidding.
1: Robin actually does way more work than I do, but he's just smarter than I am. So that's what happens when you're smarter.
0: Uh, Okay, so Don wants to know, and if I missed one of your questions, I apologize. I'm just trying to scan through and find ones that I I think we can address. Um, If there's any updates on reporting, um, any innovation? Oh, heck yeah.
1: So, oh, yes. Thanks, Don. You're such a great guy. Um, Just helping me remember. So there's a cool new report coming out. Yeah, I think I sent it to Don, which is probably why he's reminding me. Um, So, so, okay. So I I think this group is going to love and hate me at the same time. I'm okay with that. Um, So, in fact, don't worry, Josh, we're going to steal some of your stuff. So let me show this link. So, okay, quick backstory. Okay. I used to run a company called, oh, not Envision. Hold on. We'll we'll show the Envision website, but that's not it. Um, Although I did talk to the CEO of that company, which was kind of cool. Um, I used to run a company called Invoice Sherpa. Okay. And Invoice Sherpa will connect your QuickBooks or your Xero, and it'll automate your invoice reminders out to your customers. And what would, early days in Invoice Sherpa, here's what happened. People would walk in the door and they would have, I kid you not, a million dollars in ninety-day plus past-due receivables, and I would just and they would hit this big green button to go, and I would automatically like texting and emailing people randomly and I, on that list who owed the money, and I'd say, "You owe me, Mr. Lawyer, Mr. Dentist, Mr. Whatever, five thousand dollars here, ten thousand dollars here. Click this link to pay this bill." And I kid you not, literally within a first week, like a hundred thousand bucks would just flow magically in through the door off the simple fact that I would remind people. It was an awesome business. And then something crazy started to happen. I would get a hundred grand would come in. I would be charging that person a whole nineteen bucks a month, and they would call and they would cancel invoice Sherpa. And I, I just couldn't stand it. So I'd get on the phone and I'd be like, "What's wrong with you, you moron? I just collected a hundred grand for you, and you still have nine hundred grand outstanding." Like are you a moron or what? And they're like, really? I had no idea. And I was like, and it dawned on me. They don't have any idea because they don't have any visibility. So I created this thing called the weekly success report where I'd send them an email that would say, hey, listen, I collected a hundred grand for you. And I am t- I kid you not, churn just disappeared overnight. Like No one ever quit after that because they were like, of course, I'm going to keep this guy because if nothing else for his 19 bucks a month, he saves me the labor hours of calling all these idiots to remind them they owe me money. Okay. So why did I tell you that story? I told you that story because I want to bring that same concept to the agency. And so to Don's, oh, uh, wait, wrong little thingy here, let me grab my hand icon. Um, So what we're going to be doing is obviously we have this awesome sub account reporting. We've been rolling this out. It gives you a lot of information on utilization and everything else. So this is a big update to the reporting that if you haven't seen is, is coming. But as importantly, we are rolling out the ability to schedule a report that goes out. And you, what you can do is you can come in here and you can select all of the dashboards and the stats that you want to go out and not go out. And then what will happen is you can schedule when you want them to go out and who you want them to go out to. And then boom, 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 they're going to get this really cool looking email that tells them exactly all of the things that you folks have been doing for them that you that really is driving a great deal of value. Now, bef- now, what Don already pointed out to me, don't worry, I get it, is there's lots of customizations folks will want to make here, things they want to show, not show, this, that, or the other thing. We'll, we'll all want to steal Josh's ROI calculation. Don't worry, we'll do that. Um, all of that is going to happen, so don't freak out. Um, but this is definitely going to be version one. This goes out this week, um, actually. Um, and so, I really, truly think this has a tremendous amount of value uh, for your, your agency. And it <clears throat> and again, our viewpoint on this, and our kind of our kind of opinion, is we really do want to focus on things that we think drive a lot of value. Uh, we're, there are already some things here that have changed. Like I told, I've already told the manager, no one gives a crap about users, um, and don't call this contacts, call it leads. Things like that. There's some small tweaks that have already been made um, because we think of it as a, SaaS, as a SaaS retention metric tool, almost more than anything. Um, and um, you know, it's funny. I tell this story all the time. I'll tell it here, and I probably have told it here before, but I always tell it. You know, one of the greatest things that changed my life when it came to this business is sitting down for dinner with Josh Nelson um, for the first time ever, meeting in person in San Diego, and just just really being like, wow, I've met like one of the biggest, baddest agency owners on the planet earth. And I was like, I can't wait to learn so much from this guy. And I remember saying, hey, Josh, what is your biggest challenge? And he said, churn. And I damn near fell out of my chair, seriously, because I was like, holy crap. If churn is the biggest challenge for this just absolute titan of this industry, how could any of us hope to do any better? and so it really it really helped me focus and 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 learn that gosh you know it's not just about having all the services because it and it was great because i said how is that possible and he said you know i have competitors too and people will call my competition up and say hey i'll do that all that same stuff for 20% less and a new website to boot for free i'll throw it in and it's like bam that's competition and so we really wanted to dig deep here and find different ways. And obviously, SaaS mode to me was the big way to do that. But I think adding this type of reporting in and and really reminding clients that, hey, we're over here doing stuff that's really valuable to you um, in the form of money and leads and customers and all of that, to us and to me, that's the most important way to help drive even more stickiness. So this is the reporting that we're launching this quarter.
0: This is epic. Talk about burying the lead here with the agency group. Like this is what we all want to see. Is like, can we really easily show the results and then have it automatically sent? This is this is huge. And lots of comments coming in on this. So I think you ended. So you ended Sebastian's the session.
1: With question. The yeah. So Sebastian Sebastian's question is is a great one. It's funny and ironic because in a perfect world, I would turn this on in a hot minute without asking any of your permission, but. Some of you would murder me, and so yes, you will have to enable it uh, to go out to your clients because um, w- we don't we, we don't want you again to be taken by surprise. And and, and again. You can customize it, you can choose what to send, when to send, and how to send. Um, we may do something sneaky like auto schedule it for new sub accounts, something like that on a go forward basis, and you can disable it. I'm a big fan of turn stuff off, not turn stuff on, particularly if we feel like it's having a massive impact on the people using it. but we'll make those decisions later. But for now we'll put it in, let you turn it on, let you schedule it, all that stuff. So, We're gonna get there, James. Don't you worry, man that's that's, that's
0: <laughs> estimates and proposals.
1: So yeah, that was a great question.
0: Great stuff. I think and that's a end great of, question. End, to end of this end quarter. On. Yeah. So so good. So many good things coming out. Thanks so much for sharing with us the new things. What's happening with automation, guys? Uh, how about uh, some threes in the comments? Is a round of applause for for Sean. Um, not just for what you've shared here today, but for always going above and beyond for providing a world class experience. Um, really excited to see you again in, in uh, Dallas. I guess for the for the high level summit. Heck yeah. It's going to be great, uh, and then also we'll have the, the uh, uh, we'll of have the year, of a best best events as well. Very cool, awesome. Well, Sean, awesome. thanks everybody. Thanks so much for your time. It was great to everybody, be here. Thanks for being on here.
1: Bye for now.